audio. Hello, everybody. It is time for your favorite whiskey podcast. That's us, <laughs> right? Is, is this I the bet one? that's what everybody was thinking, too, right? Like, oh, God, thank, thank you for having another one. Phew, it's back. <laughs> Those guys. So good to hear from them again. Yeah. So did, did you catch a rash in the hell from oh the God. Windsor Block people? Oh I went God. in there for Friday and had to have a cocktail. And First and just, foremost. Just got a rash in the shit from Justin. Did you even know? Had no. you any idea? Should we have known? I don't know. Maybe. Your favorite whiskey podcast. We probably should have realized <laughs> that this was actually a thing. National Bourbon Heritage Month is the month of September. So what did Why did we they do? pick a short one? Why did we? What did we do our last podcast on? Uh, Canadian. Canadian whiskey. In our defense, <laughs> right. we first recorded that one on Tuesday, which was not September, and then right. Houston screwed up the audio, so we had to really, we had to redo it again on Thursday, right? Which was, I suppose, technically. <laughs> September, since we didn't release it till Friday, which I think was the second. It was September. But yeah, I mean, I went down to uh, our new favorite whiskey place here in town, and and the first thing the owner does is come I up know. to us and he said, that uh, to me too. you know, this is National Bourbon Heritage Month, and you like, guys did a podcast on Canada. It was almost like he saw me on camera and came running out to berate me for it. So we like, get it, Justin. All right. this We'll do this whole podcast just for you then. <laughs> And then, and, then, and then Shaniqua's been posting bourbon of the day for the last well, five or six days. I get that. That makes a lot of sense. That's, that's uh, you know, that's what you should be doing for national Hell, I thought he bourbon. just looked at them all. I didn't know he actually drank any of it. Well, he's, I don't think he's one that, uh, that just, you know, keeps it for posterity or whatever. He's a, he's a drinker, and, and that's what we should be doing with these, right? Well, Thank absolutely. I, yeah. I concur wholeheartedly, but, you know, he, he comes home with 10 or 12 bottles every time he leaves the house. Oh, no kidding. Holy crap. That's amazing. Uh, okay, so what, 2007, I believe, was when National Burbage, Burbage? Bourbon Heritage Month <laughs> see, started. we can't even say it. And it has to be renewed every year. Did you see that? It has to be re-voted on every year to be a thing. No. Which, what a waste of our government's time, isn't it? Are we voting on Christmas every year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. Come on. Bourbon's, the... bourbon's been around at least as long as Christmas. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. Sure. We're going to offer us bourbon drinkers. Do we have fact checkers on this show? We really should get a couple of those to see. Uh, all right. So... Can we make sure she's pretty? <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of looking at you. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, I got to... I got new pants on today and new shoes. Did you see my cool new shoes? No, I'm just glad you're wearing pants. Well, me too today. It's a leather chair. They're uncomfortable without pants. (laughs) You're Uh, not wearing leather pants, are you? No, no, the chair. Because then I would have noticed probably. (laughs) The chair's full leather. Uh, Okay, so maybe there are some of you that don't really know what bourbon is. I, I imagine that people that mostly listen to if this If you've been listening know, to this for three and a half years, you better have an you should. But this is for the newbies. And this this is where you're going to make me look like a dick, right? I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to. I, I think <laughs> if what I'm really going to... Here's, here's a bunch of bourbon trivia that Rob the bourbon expert, air quote. <laughs> See, that's where I'm going to be. Is, is going to screw this way up, probably. I'm going to laugh at you if you I don't know, know most oh. of these. Okay. Because, God, right. we've talked about this stuff a lot. Hey, okay? let's talk about this Cooper's Craft a minute. This is pretty good. Is that That's what we're drinking here while uh, we're at work I've on the clock. I've seen it, but I've never had it. It's super sweet, isn't uh, it? Is this a Brown Foreman? Yeah. It's it's an honor of their Cooperage 
people. Is it in honor of uh, the Barrel Man? Uh, well, I, I assume I would, he falls into that would have category. To be, would be. They're the only. They're the only distillery that owns their own cooperage, according to the label. How did I not know uh, that about Brown? Well, Fulman? I knew that. I just oh. I thought you knew. Oh, oh, sorry. Only major distiller. Major. Okay. To own its own barrel cooperage. Okay. Cooper's Craft. Brown yeah. Foreman. It is good. I like this a lot. This is, what? what's the price? Do you know for sure? Well, for me, it was free because Clint dropped it, it off. Oh, God. Courtesy of the Brown Foreman people God. that stayed at his house during the rally. Well, thank you, Clint. I don't think we yeah, shout Clint, out Clint enough. You should Clint try enough. this. You, you should have kept this. This was good. No, we shouldn't have. Oh, <laughs> <You can laughs> well, yeah, then we'd have had to buy it. So it's come down and try it. It's almost like him having to go out and buy his own bottle, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, yes. Cooper's Craft. Right. That's what we're going to drink so as we bourbon talk about Heritage this. Month, and you're going to yeah. trip me up on bourbon. Gonna, well, let's see. Uh, this is America's only official native spirit. Did you know that? I did not know bourbon that. Bourbon is. May 4th, 1964. Congress passed the resolution with a majority vote. Well, they waited long enough. They did. They've been making it since, what, the early 1800s, late, late 1700s? Late 1700s, probably. Uh, bourbon is unique to the United States, and like no other whiskey in the world, it's the only spirit the U.S. claims as its own. So right there, off to a great start. Well, you, right? you know, scotch and vodka and gin probably were all made prior to the United States mm-hmm. even being a thing. So. Sure, yeah. So I guess, I guess bourbon makes sense there. We just jumped on that. All right, so let's get into... Uh, Let's get into the questions that oh, you good. should know, Rob. You, you, your, your eyes are watering. You can't wait. <laughs> I can't. I'm, We're going to start out easy. Okay. Okay. Let's, God, if right, he gets this fine. first one wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you spell it? <laughs> no, this is an easy true or false to start okay. with. Okay. All bourbon comes from Kentucky. No, that's false. Yes, there I we got, go. I got, in, I got into a, a heated discussion at Hart Ranch with I the guy that, that... I love that. that I think we told the story once before. Yeah, we, we did. Kinda. Tell it again. Just read me the riot act. I was out have, I was out wearing that whiskey helps T-shirt that I wear on occasion, and and he looks at me and he goes, "Well, it does, but bourbon's better." And I just kind of said, "Well, bourbon is whiskey." Mm-hmm. No, it's not. I'm like, yeah, huh? He goes, "Well, not Kentucky bourbon." And I went, "Yeah." Yeah, he goes, well, it's got to be made in Kentucky. I said, well, Kentucky straight bourbon has to be made in Kentucky, but all bourbon, bourbon only needs to be made in the United States. And we had this thing. And this and was a stranger. Yeah, he was out okay. walking his little kick-me-dog. And, <laughs> and and I'm like, you know, man, I, I, I've i got in in my camper at Hart Ranch while we're away from the house, I you know, I've got several hundred dollars of, of bourbon. I'm like, I could have this debate and offer you a drink, but I'm not going to. And I do host a podcast that I've been talking about for three years. Well, about I know. That, does, that doesn't mean I'm right by any stretch. No. But on this occasion, I was God, pretty sure I was, I was in on it. Google is free, sir. Next time you want to have a conversation like that. Uh, yeah, Kentucky is the birthplace of bourbon whiskey. 95% of the world's supply is made. In Kentucky, which is, that's a pretty substantial that, Yeah, number. that seems like a lot considering all of the new craft stuff that is popping up. But like you said, it does not need to be produced in Kentucky. According to the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, there are four requirements for the production of bourbon. And you can do this anywhere, right? It's the... 51% corn. Has to be produced in the United States. 51% corn. New oak barrel. Yep. Uh, charred new oak charred barrel. Oak the barrel. charred is the one thing I keep forgetting to throw out there too. Right, I was, I was. But you, just, yeah, you're just right. Hyphenating there, uh, and it has to be distilled to no higher than 160 proof. That's those are the conditions. 
I had to double check that. And bottled it at least 80. Bottled it at least 80, distilled no more than 160. Yeah. And that's bourbon. And you can do yep. it anywhere anywhere in the United States. You can do it in your garage right. as long as well, it has a... Can you, though? I still don't think that's... <laughs> I still don't think you can, can you? You can't distill... Yeah, can, you can go buy a still off Amazon and... Oh, I suppose you can now, yeah. They pretty much... They're relaxed on that, aren't they? Aging it for two to four years will be a chore in your garage, probably, but... Okay. Then a follow-up question. Okay. What makes Kentucky ideal... For bourbon whiskey production, Rob. Uh huh. Um, the climate. That's pretty good. You got one of the two main reasons. Oh well, is there another one? There is another um, one. Wow, way to go. Climate and and think about the tour you take when you go on, uh, like the Jack Daniels tour. What's one of the first things they show you on the tour after they the after door. They, <laughs> No, no, it's no. not the door. Uh, it's one of the first things they take you after they uh, let you taste. I was drunk. What do you want? Let's, oh, nope. were you really? Well, uh, no. you had a good buzz on. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the the natural limestone water. Oh, the water. That's yeah. A good one. yeah. Those are the two big yeah. reasons. Yeah, um, the cave at Jack Daniels. Yeah, yeah. that's one of the first the things they take fed. you through, yep, and right. they still I, use. The water from in there. another half hour, I <laughs> might have come up. with You would have come up with it. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's not too bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you most of a full score on that one, okay? Because <laughs> okay. that was pretty well done. I've got a solid pass fail going. Now this one, I know if I'd have thought about it, I would have probably got the answer right. Okay. But if someone would just ask me and said answer quickly, I don't know. Okay. Uh huh. How many years must a whiskey be aged before it's considered a bourbon? It's got to be at least two. Zero. Really. Bourbon has no minimum age requirement. Hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> That's the longest you've not talked on this podcast <laughs> since we started. The, uh, the exception to this rule is straight bourbon, which oh, must be aged. That's the only, the word straight when it comes to straight bourbon means minimum two years. That's what straight means in that statement. So even, even a moonshine non-aged is technically a bourbon technically a bourbon fits with all the rest yep. of the acquire well 100 it must have to go into the barrel though if it's well, part of the barrels part of the bourbon process in order to be called a straight bourbon the whiskey must not only be aged for a minimum of two years it almost uh, must can't have any coloring flavoring or additional spirits blended into it okay that's the other part of that four-step thing that they don't that, that has to be a part of that but it no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to. Just has to pass through a barrel at right, some point. Exactly. If you poured it into a barrel and instantly poured it right back out, it's bourbon. What if you, the barrel didn't have a top or a bottom head on it, and it just like went through without touching the sides? Kind of like then it something like God. You there's make something a to think about ter- right there. Terrible joke out of. Well, what? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, don't don't make that joke. Um, I already know exactly where you're going yeah, with well, it. Too. I, I, I painted a pretty decent visual there. I was no, I think it has hoping to, you'd catch up. I think it has to touch the barrel, but just touch it. That's all it's got to do. That's it. Wasn't all right. This is off topic, but didn't like PBR try to do something like this a while ago? Yes. And uh, why didn't we ever get? We forgot. Totally forgot to get a bottle of that. I don't forgot. Yes, they. They had PBR no made one a whiskey, one. And, and that's all they did. They put it in the barrel for like a few minutes, wasn't it? And Something then they could, weird like yeah, that. Yeah, then they yeah. could call it bourbon, and then they poured it back out, and 
God, I wonder if he even took off or was ever, obviously it wasn't any good or we'd be hearing about Somebody it. Somebody would have said something other than them unless that was some sort of weird ass April Fool's joke. Uh, I should follow up on that. All right. Next week, Houston has homework. <laughs> All right. True or false, Rob? Older bourbon is better. Older bourbon? <clears throat> is, Excuse me. Is, I'm sorry. Older bourbon is always better. Oh, no. Definitely not. That is, yeah, that's totally false. Sometimes I, th- <clears throat> I sometimes I think that if it's in the barrel too long, it it, get, it gets oaky. I mean, it gets, right. it gets drier and has more tannins or something. And, and well, the it, more time it is in contact with a wooden barrel, the more it picks up that woodsy spice and, and that yeah. dry, like you said, tannin-like character. Yeah, some of it, you know. I mean, I haven't had a lot of super old bourbon, but you know. What is the oldest bourbon you think you've ever drank? I don't know. What is that? Is it a Pappy Twenty? Oh, some of that. It was yeah. all right. I don't I think mean, I don't know if it was worth three, four thousand dollars a bottle. Well, I mean, if you can find it, if you can find it MSRP, it's a couple hundred bucks is all. But it's, even then, it's all right. You know, I agree. I have had well, you and I have had a couple of really good two-year-old bourbons. Had but, some really bad two-year-old. Yeah, bourbons too. that's true too. I I think that sweet spot is four to six for me. Um, that Jack Daniel's ten-year, although not a bourbon, um, no, it is, is a bourbon. Is still. Hold on. Spoiler alert coming up. It's a okay. bourbon on steroids, I think, is how, <laughs> how Arnett put it. Um, but, or yeah, there's, plus. there's been some good 8- to 10-year bourbons that are just that, amazing. That Jack 10 um, bourbon or not bourbon, right. however you want to quantify that, was delicious. Probably one of the probably one of the best 10 years I think I'd, I, I've ever tried. They've got a 12-year coming, too. I know they do. Who do we know? Well, we know enough, but they know to start we, sharing. We know Galvin, who apparently <laughs> knows us as Rob Houston. Rob Houston. Michael, no, no offense. Michael Galvin. No offense, oh. Rob Houston in Alaska. We love you, Michael. It's just, you know, we get it. We're, we're Some, not. Somehow, Galvin, you owe us a bottle of that 12, whether we can get it here or not. Uh, all right, next question. Do bottled and bond bourbons have different production requirements? Production-wise, they have to... Bottled and bond has to be bottled at a hundred. Yes, and at exactly 100. at exactly a hundred. Right. I think it has to be at least four years. Okay. And the the uh, warehouse. Come on, you're almost <laughs> there. The warehouse is, is federally regulated. Right, and it has to be uh, produced by the same distiller in, in at a, the same distillery. In the same season. In yes. the same season. That's what bottled and bond means. Yeah. Uh, and it came about in 1897 because the government, specifically one president, was tired of whiskey tasting like garbage. Well, I think, I think the whiskey producers actually uh, requested that, did they not? Yes, they did, because they were tired of people, they were tired of people knocking whiskey. it off and, and exactly. adding stuff to their booze and... Yep, and it was, you know, really to protect people, uh, the tainting from fillers and flavorings. Because they used to put vodka. He said taint. And Everclear. They used to sell that as, <laughs> as whiskey at the time. Sure. And, you know, uh, they just put artificial coloring in it and say, the, yeah, The one government regulation all you folks should be happy about. The only one, probably, <laughs> you should be. Uh, all right, now here's, uh, here's, here's the Jack Daniels question. Okay. It is a true or false. And I suppose there's argument to be made here. You're, you know what I'm going to ask now. Is it technically a bourbon? It is. is Jack it Daniels is technically a bourbon. This says false. Let me read you what. Let me read you why they say that. Okay. Um, it's classified as a Tennessee whiskey. Yes. And not a bourbon. Yes. For a specific reason, and you know the reason. Ten, Jack Daniels asked for it. 
that and uh, well, and it's and it's filtered through charcoal, right? Charcoal mellow. That's the main reason why, uh, and that is an extra step that isn't included in making bourbon. So that's why. But the bourbon rules don't say that that can't happen. I know this is such a good argument, uh, and I think you're right, whatever way you argue it. I don't think you can be wrong in the way you argue it. Can I you? think Jack Daniels and the people in Tennessee that make Tennessee whiskey. I mean that that's their distinction. That's why they wanted that. Right. But technically, it is a bourbon. They follow all of the bourbon rules plus an extra the charcoal step. mellowing. Okay. So that's why I, I believe that they would argue that it's technically a bourbon, but better. But can you? But can you? You you according to the rules of bourbon making though you can't add extra steps and still no, be considered. No, you can't. Add, you can't add color or flavor. Right. But no one says that you can't do anything else, at least not the way that I've read the rules. All right. Well, argue amongst yourselves. Well, it's fine. So what is the what is the other big uh, the big whiskey producer that also can call themselves a Tennessee whiskey? Dickel. George Dickel. Dickel does. There are there are some new ones, I think, that are coming out here recently. They're doing the same thing. Well, I think I think Jack Daniels got into uh, even a a legal dispute whether or not somebody else could call themselves a Tennessee whiskey. And I think, I think they lost that fight because they wanted to be the only one I'm making this up. Well, no, I, I will know because I know Dickel has is, can also call themselves that, but I, but I think somebody new. Well, I'm, I, you know, I, I think if we started up a distillery in Tennessee and we followed the Tennessee whiskey rules, we could technically put, you know Tennessee whiskey on our South label. South Dakota whiskey. Well, we, we'd have to be Gross. in Tennessee to do that. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's true. Okay, but well, yeah, I uh, think yeah, that's always one of my favorite arguments uh, in the in the whiskey world, uh, arguing whether or not Jack Daniels is truly a bourbon. But I, I think I think the Jack Daniels people would prefer that it was referred to as a Tennessee sure. whiskey and not oh by the way this is a bourbon plus a charcoal mellowing process. Well, because it separates you. Yeah. It makes you stand out. Right. Not like it needs to, but it does. All right, here's some other, uh, some little, I just thought these questions were were, were interesting. Um, during World War II, bourbon distilleries were repurposed to make what fermented product? What fermented During World product. War II. And I didn't know this was something that was fermented. So I learned this thing here with you. Uh, all right. Uh, World War II, soldiers coming home, soldiers on the battlefield. Well, what would they need, Rob? Rest, probably. <laughs> A little love, maybe. Big hug. Sure. Hugs would be important. You don't ferment any yeah. of those, however. No, you don't. Um, well, is it some sort of antiseptic or... You're close, sure. Some sure. stringent mm-hmm. of some sort, sir. You're 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 yeah. You're down the right path. Okay. Okay. Penicillin. No kidding. Yeah, penicillin. I didn't know it was a fermented product either. I wouldn't have never guessed that. But apparently it is. Uh, all right. Last question. What is the nickname for fresh off the still, unaged bourbon? I suppose moonshine isn't the right answer. No, because moonshine could technically be be anything. Right. Um, And you're going to hear it. You're going to. I know. I'm going to be. Yep. I know it. I know it. I'm gonna. What? Say that. Repeat it again. Okay. One more time. Uh, Uh, 
for, for five hundred dollars. People in the front. What is the nickname for fresh off the still, unaged bourbon? And I need to look into why they call it this. I think that would be kind of interesting. I'm gonna kick myself, but I don't know. White dog. White dog. White dog. Yep. And I don't know why. Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't. Because when you say it out loud, it really makes less sense. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> white dog. I don't know why yeah, they would I don't call know. it that. That's weird. I don't think I've ever heard that. Really? No. Uh, I think there's been a couple. I don't know craft distillers that have made this kind of unaged bourbon, and, and they give it that name in some cheeky fashion. White dog something. I don't know. Um, I know the one from Bear Creek in Denver. I did buy a bottle of that, mm. and that's called White Something. I don't remember what that, <laughs> I remember what it was. So you're just as helpful right. as I am. I am on the... not, not really. But uh, National Bourbon Heritage Month. You should go buy yourself one. I was, before we started, trying to think of what, man, if you had a gun to your head. You have to take Jack Daniels out of the mix. Yeah. Because you can't, because of the Because I dropped it on the floor. <laughs> right. Because you don't have it anymore because you dropped it. Yeah. So I'm what's, still sad about that. What's your favorite bourbon? It, or, or can you even, just because we have had so it, many good ones? Well, I don't know. That's hard. You know? It is. I, I, I went through a fair amount of Eagle Rare here recently, mm-hmm. and now I'm down to a only having a bottle left and now it makes me sad and I don't want to open it. <laughs> um, I, I've had some of the Davies County stuff recently okay. that I thought is pretty good that I have gone to. And it's surprisingly, I've said this before, but that rare breed and the, and the Russell's reserve stuff has really struck a note with me. Here. Sure. But picking one, I know. Could no, you, could you, I mean, I mean if you, no. if you, not, 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 they all they were like Rob. You only get one forever. You can't have Jack Daniels. If, if, if I had, if I could have, if I could make sure I had one forever, right. and I wouldn't have to right. wait for the right. distillery to say I could have it or yep. not, probably the Eagle Rare. No kidding. If I can't have Jack, probably that. Right. I I, re, I don't know. I really like that. Timmons did a good job there. God, I don't know. I don't know if I've had that. I still don't know to this day if I've had the you didn't Eagle open Rare. A, well, I'll take that bottle. You're not drinking then. Which one did? Oh, is that the? Oh, for crying! Oh out my loud. God! I totally forgot I even had that. <laughs> okay, well I know. Well, I'm doing Dan, tonight. now you know <laughs> no, what to do to next do. time. That's you to have do one Dan. of these picked. It's uh, it's God. I've got so many right now. I never thought I'd be this guy. I, I can't believe you haven't tried that. I have not because the bottle's is, so pretty, and I didn't want to open so it. So good. But then I've got so many other ones. Tell me about it. on my shelf, and you have three times as much well, as I you do. Make, you make me feel bad because I got all of it at home, and now I got a closet full here at the office. And I, I polished off three bottles over the Labor Day holiday. I didn't have any whiskey over. The, what? What were I you had, doing? I, I swear to God, I had two drinks down at the Windsor Block okay. Friday afternoon. Right. I had some at home. When my in-laws were here, and then it was kind of a beer weekend. Oh, did you have a house full of people? I had people all everywhere. Right. Yeah, so then you couldn't really. Which was fun. Right. But, I get it. You know, they're all beer I people. Can, well, and there was chaos. And I it's mean, a beer I, holiday. I can't sit around and, you know, just sip on a thing and listen to them talk. I mean, no, no, what I, it was. I, is, I had to be coherent enough to drive away. Is you're going to be like, well, I ain't going to open one of these bottles around these guys. <laughs> you out of your mind? They, 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 won't, they won't do that. They, my <laughs> mother-in-law might might dip into it a little bit but 
But I don't think else. anybody else really does. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Uh, don't get me wrong. I didn't have three full bottles that I finished. Well, I, I just had three bottles. That I know. I, I know how your liver works. Almost ready to go. So now I'm. I'm like, well, look at there, honey. Three more bottles I don't have here. Better go to the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't be down to just twenty bottles. Just, of whiskey. just make sure you put it in a safe place when you open your back door. Is all I'm saying. Don't drop it. Uh, well, again, of course, I want to thank Timmins Market for being a part of this whole thing. They obviously have some great bourbons you can choose from. They, they're supposed to have that bottle of Dickel coming in here that we picked out that you weren't a part of because uh, you were a loser. I, I wasn't. Well, where was I? It was I gone again somewhere, and you guys just go ahead and do it without any thought to how I'll feel. But they had when to pick it. You weren't here. And it just, was and it was run awesome. off, okay. and I was right again. Oh so. God! All right, so yeah, you should try that, and of course the bland, uh, the brand new uh, whiskey bar that we have here in town, which. Uh, is, is so much fun to go to. For those of you who are living outside of the 57701 right. zip code, that's the Windsor Block Bar on St. Joe and Rapid. If you come into town uh, on holiday, if you're visiting maybe <laughs> next summer, uh, we or, take or vacations anytime, in this take country, vacations, Mark. Then you can definitely, you should stop by and check it out. I think it's uh, I think it's a cool place, and they have over, I don't know, it's six or 700 plus yeah, whiskeys. Yeah, I think right he now. said 700 last time. I didn't count. And, and he gave me the big binder when you get in there, and it's overwhelming. It's it's daunting. I need so, I need to get a copy of it and just start marking it off on my own at home. Do they have, they have a web? They should have it up on a website. They web. should. That's what they should do. So you know. Thanks, yeah. yeah, Justin, for all the crap you were giving right. us, why don't you have a website with this stuff on it or just scan a barcode and be done with it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thanks so much for listening. National Heritage Bourbon Month. We, we got or it. Bourbon Heritage Month. Or that one, too. We got it on the second try, mostly. <laughs> uh, anyway, it is... Uh, Apparently, we're drinking bourbon again <laughs> next week, which is fine with me. Mark Houston, Rob Henry, it's Whiskey at Work. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.